feels a lot like Fast and the Furious. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Elbow Grease, by John Cena. Illustrations by Howard McWilliam. Published by Random House Books for Young Readers. For those who don't know John Cena, he's an American wrestler and actor. He's tied with Ric Flair for most world championship reigns in professional wrestling history. He's a 16-time world champion, 13-time WWE champion, 5-time US champion, and 4-time world tag team champion. He's also starred in many movies throughout his career, such as The Marine, Bumblebee, and of course, the Fast and the Furious movie, F9. That's the one he made that hostage tape apology for insulting China. He's so talented, he even learned some Mandarin for that one. Wrapping this up, John is also known for his philanthropic work. He's granted the most wishes in Make-A-Wish Foundation history at over 650. Whoever said, you only get three wishes. His book, Elbow Grease, is about a small, slow, just highly limited electric monster truck named Elbow Grease. Sounds about right. Elbow Grease wants to be famous and have his face on a poster. His brothers try to bring him back to reality, but this only makes Elbow Grease mad. So he zooms off and enters himself in a Grand Prix. Will Elbow Grease win and see his likes on a poster, or will he fail miserably? Well, lucky for us, We'll be able to find out. I thought John was going to write this whole thing in Mandarin. We begin being introduced to all the characters. It's Elbow Grease and all his brothers. But they're not important, so we won't waste our time. John lets us know that Elbow Grease is the littlest truck of the bunch. But this is where he makes an error in his writing. Or there's an error in the illustrations. If you want to blame Howard, that's fine too. Elbow Grease and his brothers are all portrayed as monster trucks, but John claims they're all a part of a demolition derby. Monster trucks aren't a part of demolition derbies. It's usually sedans. I've seen buses, but not monster trucks. The whole goal of a derby is to be the last man with a running car by running your car into the other cars. That would have probably been a little too graphic, considering these vehicles have faces and their body parts would be flying everywhere. This is not a good start for John. Let's keep reading, shall we? The story breaks down all the ways his brothers were better than him. Being gas-powered trucks, that doesn't shock me. But it makes me wonder, if elbow grease is electric and the brothers are gas, there must have been an affair. Did his mom sleep with an electric tram while they were on the road? I guess we'll never find out, because she's not in this story and seems to have abandoned the family. Anyway, what does Elbow Grease have that his brothers don't? No, not the ability to set on fire and not be put out for days. He's relentless. He never gives up, and we can see him even strapping a rocket to himself, which no doubt is a nod to Elon and his advertised electric rocket car. We turn the page, and we see Elbow Grease rubbing it in to his brothers that he has to sleep inside to be plugged in to charge. This guy's a plug himself. No, 
Not the Gen Z definition. The millennial definition. The only right one. One of his brothers explains why he needs to be charged, and I can't help but think, this book isn't anything but Chinese propaganda. Who do we think makes batteries for these cars? It's the Chinese. Nothing like trying to push more dependency on China. I never thought John would drop so low, especially for a guy who marketed himself as a patriot. He must really need the money. Finally, we get our inciting action for this story. Elbow Grease sees a poster of the champion of a monster truck Grand Prix. Which is it? Is Elbow Grease in demolition derbies, or is he in monster truck Grand Prix? Get your shit straight, John. Apparently Mr. Cena is a little confused these days. Welp, Elbow Grease wants to be just like the champion. Unfortunately, the technology of his truck, which has been around since the 1800s, isn't up to par with internal combustion. And the brothers point this out. Basically saying, he's like Forrest Gump in Lieutenant Dan's body. But Lieutenant Dan ain't got no legs. Exactly. Of course this upsets Elbow Grease, so he sets off in the middle of the night. Just like Mama did. And we get another mistake by John with this. Quote, In the morning, Elbow Grease was exhausted. He had been driving all night without a charge. End quote. Does John really expect us to believe that an electric vehicle of any kind has been driving all night? Ha. Yeah. Right. In his CCP dreams. But hey, whatever he has to do to push for the party, am I right? John then skips over how long it takes elbow grease to charge, and has elbow grease sneak into the Grand Prix starting position quietly. Besides the fact that elbow grease didn't register for this race, and we're supposed to believe that he was just allowed to roll out onto the track, the one thing that is believable is that he did it quietly. Unless he was made by Dodge, and he has a speaker that makes some fake cheese dick noise to simulate an engine and annoy everyone around, John makes the accurate observation for once that Elbow Grease's batteries would and did die halfway through the race. Then, it starts to rain. And like Tim Raines blowing coke in between innings of a baseball game, Elbow Grease gets hit by a bolt of lightning and zooms off. Well, Elbow Grease all fried and smoking, limps to the finish line as his brothers watch. It turns out he was so slow, the winner had already had his celebration. If that doesn't take any ambitions you have away, I don't know what will. Now, Big Wheels McGee enters the story. Quote, Just then, the winner of the race rolled by. Well, shift my gears and call me Sally. This kid's got gumption. End quote. I've heard a lot of sick shit in my day, but nothing quite like that. Nobody's shifting anything, mister. Just because you were the winner doesn't give you that right. Or, wait a minute. Maybe it's me who's out of line here. Is he making a very serious admission that I completely missed? Is Big Wheels McGee the Bruce Jenner of the monster truck world? Is he going to transition to Big Gas Jugs McGee? If so, I just want it to be known I'm a supporter of whatever he does. Well, we'll never know what he meant, because as fast as he showed up, he vanished. And the story finishes by telling the readers, if you have a problem, to just keep working at it. You mean to tell me, this monster truck barely finished the race, 
and didn't end up on a poster, and that's what we're supposed to get out of it? Just keep trying? And spinning your wheels in the mud? Okay. So about that moral. At face value, it's not the worst. To keep trying and working to be better. If we actually think that's what John was going for. But if we dive deeper, I believe elbow grease is a symbol of the electric car. No matter how many problems arise with it, and there are a shit ton, elbow grease, and the electric car for that matter, won't go away no matter what, because of all the taxpayer dollars paid to subsidize it. So, while people starve, we get electric cars that only the rich can afford. But why on earth would John be a shill for the electric car companies? Could it be the drive to force electric cars on everyone only enriches the Chinese, who make most of the components for these cars? Huh. It's an ominous book by John Cena. One could almost call it a threat that those who are in charge won't stop till they accomplish their goals. As for John's writing, I just want to know how much the Chinese paid him. And if you do take this book at face value, it was entirely too long to just drive home the moral of never give up, if that's what he was really going for. He also made some factual mistakes throughout the story that made the story less relatable. I'm a sucker for talking trucks or cars, but making the main character electric to pander to the elites and the Chinese was awful. As for the pictures, they were fine because they were trucks, but we've seen talking trucks, and the pictures didn't bring anything new. So, yeah. If you thought Fast and the Furious 9 with Ludacris and Tyrese going to outer space in a Pontiac Fiero was cool, then you'll find this one just as cool. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 1.4. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and then staring across the table at the person in front of me and saying, what are you trying to pull? This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.